Hello, Relentless family. Oh, I'm so glad we are yet at another Thursday episode, another Thursday night of Relentless Behavior. You know me by now. I am Kenyatta, your host and the founder of Relentless Counseling. And I am so excited that we are still on this journey. We have almost gotten through 2021. We are at the tail end now, right? Thanksgiving will be here in two weeks. Christmas will be here before we know it. And before we know it, it's going to be New Year's. And we're going to have a whole nother year. Another year of this journey. Another season. Another another opportunity to continue to work towards our best self. Continue, another opportunity to continue to love ourselves unconditionally. So I am so excited we are still here. And today, I want to really talk about being in the middle. And I know you're like, okay, being in the middle, like in what middle? We are in the middle. Some of us, some of us are at the very, very, very beginning. Some of us are at, you know, maybe not necessarily the end, but we're like further along in our journey. But being in the middle is what I want to talk about today. Being in our relentless middle. When you're like, maybe things are going great. You're excited. You're on this, you're working on this goal and it's been, you've been chugging along, but then you kind of reach a plateau and it's like, okay, I'm not where I, I'm pretty far forward, but I'm not exactly where I want to be. And we're going to talk about what it's like to be in that middle and how to thrive in that middle of your journey, of your goal, of your season, whatever you want to call it. We're going to talk about that, of being in the middle. And sometimes it is very hard being in the middle because you're so excited and you're motivated you want more sometimes you may feel stuck sometimes you may feel like okay i don't know exactly whichever way which other way to go sometimes you feel defeated when you're in the middle the middle brings so many emotions right and when you think about the middle think about if you're the middle child like you know your siblings and you're in the middle the oldest gets all the responsibilities and they, you know, they're gone, they have their freedom, and then the youngest gets away with murder, and then you're stuck in the middle of, like, okay, the pressure is on, is on me as the middle child, right? So that's how it is kind of like in life. The pressure is on, and you want to do so well. You want to accomplish your goals. You want to achieve success and how you define success. You want to achieve success how society defines success, how your family defines it for you all these different labels and demands is pulling at you and you're in the middle and you don't know which way to go. And sometimes when you're in the middle, you feel like you're not getting anywhere. You feel like, okay, time has now slowed down or maybe you feel like it's completely stopped or maybe you feel like it's rewinding on you and you're going backwards. I know firsthand of how hard that can be and how hard that feels like. Being in the middle is tough. It is challenging. I don't want to say it's hard. I don't want to say it's bad because I don't believe it's neither of those things. It's just very challenging. And we look at our middle as our test. And this weekend or the past weekend, I had the opportunity. I know I told you guys that I am spiritual and I had the opportunity to listen to a pastor um, as a guest speaker at my new church Pastor Tim Ross, amazing. Please go on YouTube, go under Social Dallas and look this up from last weekend, last Sunday. His name is Tim Ross and his sermon was about David. And I told you, and again, I'm spiritual, so work with me here. I'm going to show you how this is going to tie back to this episode of being in the middle, in our relentless middle. 
but he talked about David. And for those of you who don't know, David is, you know, a very, very popular story in the Bible. Um, I think people who don't even go to church know the story of David because of him and Goliath, that he killed Goliath with, you know, with five stones and a slingshot. And he talked about David. He talked about David of how he um, got to be where he was. So David comes from a family of, I want to say it's eight of them in all or seven of all. Please forgive me. I may not get the exact number of siblings. I know he has seven siblings. Um, father name was Jesse. And the prophet was told by God that, hey, I need you to go, you know, fine. Because at the time, who's the king of Israel was King Saul. And King Saul just wasn't cutting it. And all right, another king had to be found. And God was like, okay, I need to anoint somebody. And I need to anoint somebody else. And he had, he's like, hey, I need you to go to, basically go to Jesse's house. Look at, you know, all his kids, you know, all his kids. And, you know, anoint, you know, anoint the next king. So the prophet goes to the house of Jesse. Jesse invites seven of his, of his children. One of them was not invited. So the seven children, they're all dressed up. They're, you know, they're looking nice. They're looking good. Neither one of the seven children was it. And so the prophet said, okay, I know I'm supposed to be in this house. I know that God sent me here. So Jesse was like, well, I have another son. So here comes David, you know, the shepherd boy. He comes in to this party and of course, this is the one, this is who God anoints, saying, hey, you're going to be king. So he gets this anointing that he's going to be king. And so it's kind of exciting news, right? You know, can you imagine like, hey, I'm going to be king. You know what? I've been working these sheep. I've been working in dirt. Okay, God anointed me. All right, cool. God, I got it. All right, I'm going to be obedient. Cool, I got this. But it didn't happen right away, right? It didn't happen like, you know, he closed his eyes or snapped a finger and then boom, he's king. King Saul is not, you know, not king anymore. No, it took some time. But there was a time when he had to be okay with being in the middle. He got this news and it's exciting. He's thinking about it. He's like, hey, all right, I'm going to do this. So he goes back to, you know, goes back to his work, you know, um, tending the sheep. But he knows his mind now that he's a king. And how Tim, um, Pastor Tim Ross put it is like, hey, now he has the mentality of a king. So he's now tending to his flock, but with the mentality of a king, very powerful. You just have to hear it from him. I cannot, I cannot give it justice the way he did. But anyway, but I'm telling the story the way I was blessed with it. So I'm going to give, I want to bless you with it to talk about our middle, how to be relentless in our middle season when we're in the middle. So anyway, back to the thing. I feel like I'm rambling. Sorry guys. But okay. So he got this, you know, this, this thing, you know, this, anointing that he's going to be king don't know when don't know how but he's going to be king but he has to be okay with it and what i noticed about david when you know listening to the story and then knowing the story in the body you know knowing the full story in the bible is that even though it's not exactly where he wants to be right now like he got the anointing but it not necessarily get you know get the prize right then and there or the achievement right then and there he still went back to doing what he knew that he knew how to do what he was called to do at that moment. Hey, I still have responsibility. I still have sheep. So I still have to tend and take care of this right now while I am in my middle. I'm still working towards the end result, the end goal. I'm still thinking about what my anointing is, that I'm changing my mentality to be a king. And so I need to think like a king. I need to start acting like a king. So maybe his middle was him practicing with his sheep, knowing how to lead, being obedient to God and trusting him that he's going to take him where he needs to be. 
So we want to be like David in a way that when we get something or we know this is our goal, this is what we want, and we vision, and when we have our vision, this is where we want to go, this is our purpose, that we have to be okay with, all right, what does that look like when we're in the middle of the vision? And it hasn't became into in fruition yet or when it hasn't become reality yet. We have to know what is there I need to do in the middle. And being in the middle, that's that part where we test and then we're tested. That is the part where our character is tested. That's the part that all the things that we've been working on, that we've been aligned that we have been aligning to gets tested. And we cannot fall apart in the middle when we think that things aren't really going the way we expected when we're in that moment. Because yes, we want the, the new job, the new promotion. We want the, the new business or the kid or the marriage or all these great things that we want in our life to continue to, to, to propel us and to help us grow. We want that and sometimes we want it instantly. Sometimes we want it right away, that microwavable instant gratification. And being in the middle teaches us that, you know what? I don't have to have it instantly to feel the success. It's enjoying and understanding the process. And that's what the middle teaches us. The middle gives us our muscle. It strengthens us. It prepares us to where we need to be of what our vision is telling us and where we are going. And that middle, whether we're stuck in the middle, whether the middle is going just really slow, but that middle is the most important imperative part of the journey. Because it's that middle when we know who we are. That's when we find our identity in the middle. And I think that's where David, you know, we go back to the story of David. That's where he found his purpose, where he found his joy, where he found his his connection with God was in that middle of waiting to be crowned king or waiting for that opportunity. Hey, and so David was like, okay, I just need to be obedient. I need to humble myself. I need to have that humility. And that's what the middle in our life and our story tells us to do is to be humble and to show humility towards life, towards our journey, towards our purpose, towards ourself, towards our God, our higher power, that I'm in this middle for a reason. And this is my test. This is my true test of who I am. This is where my identity lies of how I'm going to be when I get that promotion or when I get that that new that new position um, when I become a wife or become a husband or become a mother or become a father or whatever thing that you're looking for in your purpose and it doesn't mean it have to be a material thing or a tangible thing like the things I mentioned but whatever your purpose and your vision is then in that middle is what's creating you and how you and how you're going to be when you get to that point so let me give you an example if you wake up every day out of your bed, out of your apartment, out of your house, wherever you live, and it's junky or it's dirty or you just don't keep keep up after stuff, or you just so overwhelmed, you put clothes on the floor, shoes on the floor, and believe me, guys, this was me at one point, <laughs> maybe not too long ago, that, you know, what, just saying, because now my life was in chaos, my life was stressed, I had a lot of demands on me, but also it showed in how I carried my my day to day, how I how I lived in my you know in my home. And how I lived in my home was how I carried myself outside my home. 
And so how I was then is how, how I was going to be long. So I had to put a stop. I had to really work on my middle to be like, hey, you know what? I got to take care. I got to organize my life. I have to organize my home, not just mentally, but physically, spiritually. That's why I say this all works together. Our mental, our physical, and our spiritual works hand in hand. And they need each other. And they have to be aligned for things to work. So when we align things to work, then we take the initiative to be appreciative of the middle. We take control of the middle. We honor the middle. Then we build our character in the middle. So that way we can really, really understand what our vision really is about, what it really means, and really, really dive into when we reach that purpose or when we get to that so-called end line of that goal that that's where the success can truly happen, but the, the success happened truly in the middle. Not in the end, not in the beginning, but it's in the middle. So we're gonna go into a little more detail about that in a second, we're gonna take a quick break. Now, as I mentioned before, being in the middle can be challenging. It can be emotional. It can be overwhelming, but it's all part of the test. It's all part of it. It's just how we respond to it. So in the middle, I don't know about you guys, but when I'm in my middle, I feel like someone is taking a slingshot. Put me in the middle of that slingshot and it's pulling me backwards. And in that pull backwards, I'm like, wait a minute, we're going the wrong way. I've accomplished this already. I've done this already. I've, I've passed this point. Why am I going backwards? Why am I getting pushed why am I, you know, going 10 steps forward just to be pushed 10 steps back? And it's so frustrating and it's so challenging to the point where I want to know the why. I want to know what was all this for? You know, it kind of gets to the point where you almost want to give up at times. But in the middle and when we get a little more seasoned in our journey and our relentless behavior, when we let our relentlessness arise and stand up, what happens is, is that we definitely take that time when we're on that slingshot going back is identifying that, you know, I'm not going backwards. I am about to be propelled forward faster and quicker at a, at a different rate than I was if I was just walking my regular pace or going that. So this pushback is not a pushback, but it's a step to set me up to go forward. That is now that I'm taking some time and I'm, I'm reflecting on some things like, oh, I can do this differently. Oh, that's how I do it. So maybe someone's not pushing me back, but maybe I'm running my legs backwards to reflect, to be able to give me the momentum to move forward. I hope that makes sense because I love the slingshot because what others may think is, oh my God, she is not doing good. She's regressing. No, I'm not regressing. I'm just, I'm building my momentum. And in that middle, I'm building the momentum to push myself even further, even closer to my goals, to my dreams, or maybe into areas that I never thought that I could get to. That now my, in the middle, my impossible can now become possible. I see it differently than maybe what I did before, two years ago, three years ago, or maybe different than what I saw a month ago, that I took the challenge in my middle as character building, as a time, as a test, and I'm able to work the test, work out the kinks to be able to, when I move forward, that I'm not going to make the same mistakes 
or make the not so good decisions that I did before. And so I'm working it differently. My middle is changing some things around. I'm reorganizing or I'm organizing. Sometimes it's re, sometimes it's first time I'm organizing. Um, you know, we put this like in a house. I'm making my bed more. I'm, I'm cleaning the stuff. I'm not just throwing stuff in my closet to be out the way, but I'm cleaning the closet up. I'm vacuuming up some things that I'm forget. I'm forgiving my past and my middle. I'm letting go of things that no longer serve me. Things that you know we've talked about during every episode of our relentless journey together is that we're aligning, and in the middle, that's what we do. We make sure things are aligned and things are in its right place, so that way, hey, so when I get ready to propel and I get ready to let go of this rubber band that I'm on this slingshot, that I'm ready to move forward, and I'm not going to land. On my face, I'm not going to land on my back. I want to land on my feet because I'm set firm. And I'm being obedient to my assignment that I believe God gave me. And then I'm also being obedient to my purpose and my journey and walking and working my vision. And that's what we want to do is work our vision, put it in action. We're putting our faith in action. We're walking by faith. We're talking by faith. We're doing by faith. And so that's what our middle is all about. Yes, it's challenging, but it is the best challenge in the world. We get everything that we need in the middle. Don't focus. That's why a lot of you know therapists, psychologists, psychiatrists, scientists, our preachers, philosophers, why is it important that we don't focus on the future? We don't focus on the past so much. Because when we put those two extremes, one in one on one end, one on the other end, and keep that as the focus, then we miss on we miss out on how to get there, how to really be healthy, really have joy, really have happiness to get to that future that we want. But if we focus on that, we are changing the trajectory of our future. That means that on that slingshot, we're not pulled back as far as we need to go to project us where we want to be. That means we're going to stop prematurely and then our goal is still going to seem even further. And then we're still challenged because we haven't passed the test yet in the middle. So that's why it's important to focus on the now. We win in the now. We accomplish and find success in the now, not in the future and not in the past. It is in that middle, the now stage. And once we conquer and understand and accept being in the middle, then our vision can get clearer. Our vision can can go in directions that we never thought it would go for us, for our family, for our friends, for our loved ones, for our coworkers, for our for our businesses, for everything, not for our community. And we just focus on the now, focus in the middle, take it as a challenge and as a test, not as a way that you feel stuck, but as a way like this is testing my character, testing my humility, being able to humble myself like David did. David was very humble and he was obedient. We want to be like that because that's what helped David kill Goliath, that he was obedient to God and he trusted God to be able to do anything he called him to do, to be able to live under his anointing of his anointing of, yeah, you're going to become the king of Israel. So we want to be like David, being okay with being in the middle, being challenged, but also changing our mindset of being in the middle. And that's what I want to talk about just for a little bit because we talked about mindsets before, but we're going to take another quick break, but then we're going to come back just a little bit just to talk about having that change mentality.
burnt out, so exhausted from the weekly grind, it's nearly impossible to force yourself from bed into another unfulfilling day at a job you hate. You want change, but you're not sure you can have what it takes to make a change. Self-doubt has you imprisoned this unhappy life. You're out there trying to be your best self, but you barely have the energy to be anything at all. Your inner critic constantly cuts you down just when you're about to get your feet get your feet under you. You thought you'd be further along at this point in your life. You started avoiding friends and family. It's too much effort to hold up a fake smile. Now it is time to make a change. Take an active role in replenishing yourself, mind, body, and soul. Using holistic approach, I offer innovative counseling for individuals seeking to live more comfortable, confident, and purpose-driven lives. We are committed to helping individuals live a fulfilling lifestyle that they can be proud of. In a safe space, you'll discover a path to self-worth and unconditional self-love. Relentless Counseling is committed to your healing and growth in all areas of life. This therapeutic journey leads to opportunities that may have once seemed impossible. It's time to put yourself first and allow yourself to flourish. So call now to set up a free consultation at 404-610-5236 or visit us on our website at www.relentlesscounseling.com. I am there waiting on you to start this journey with you. different we want happiness we want joy we want all the good things in life mentally physically and spiritually the only thing that can help change that is our mentality changing our mentality changing our mindset and changing you know our perspective sometimes our perspective is based on our experiences and that reality or that truth from our experiences may not always be the real reality. It can be based on our pain. It can be based on our trauma. It can be based on how we we're raised in our, you know, different cultures. And so it can be a whole lot of things. But when we believe and see ourselves differently, we can walk differently. And just like David did, David started to see himself as a king because he changed his mentality. He started to think like a king. So if you want to be the boss, you got to start thinking like the boss. When you want to be respected, you got to start respecting yourself. You got to start setting boundaries. You got to start thinking about, hey, my voice matter. I, I am important. So I want to talk like I'm important. I'm going to walk like I'm important because you are. And so that's changing that mentality. We talked about mindsets, and I don't want to go back into the mindsets. We've already discussed that in, in, in great detail, so you can go back to that episode for the different mindsets. But we have to start thinking what we want, thinking about what we need versus thinking about thinking in the past. We can't think in the past. We can't think the same way we thought 10, 15 years ago because we have evolved from, from that. We've evolved from that time. And now it's here. And a lot of times that deals with, change that mindset deal with forgiveness. It is with taking action, not being scared, breaking down those barriers, whether those are personal barriers or those barriers that's built in our communities, but breaking those barriers down and finding, figuring out ways of how to do that. And 
I know I'm a therapist and this may sound very, very biased, but therapy helps you with breaking those barriers down. Therapy helps you with setting those boundaries. Therapy helps you with changing your mindset because it helps you look in the mirror of your truths to say, hey, this is what I need. This is what I want differently and I'm okay with being in the middle of the challenge of the middle, but I wanna learn how to uphold and humble myself in the middle even with the pain that I've endured, that I are that I've caused, with dealing with chaotic situations, dealing with demands on my life, with stress, being overwhelmed, dealing with this pandemic, all of that. If I'm in the middle, how do I become humble? How do I have the mindset where that can take me to my ultimate goal, to my purpose? How do I find that? Finding that it's in the middle, and that's what we work on in the middle. And the middle doesn't have a time frame. We could be in the middle for years. We could be in the middle for months. We could be in the middle for days. It doesn't matter how long we are in the middle. It's just making the middle count to get the best out of life and get to get the best out of ourselves because remember we're looking for our best self that's the journey that we're on of being relentless and we're looking how we love ourselves unconditionally and in the middle is when we learn how to face things that hurt us face things that cause us the most fear face the hard things because we love ourselves enough that we can overcome all of it so that's us being in the middle and being in the middle is not a bad thing. Like I said, it's challenging, but it's one of the best experiences to have is being in the middle. You got The middle is your best friend. And the middle is going to teach you. It's going to strengthen you. So when you are, it's preparing you really. And when you are ready for that purpose, to live out that purpose, when you are ready for that end goal and, you know, and, and on, you know, on the, the latter end of your journey, which we are on this journey for, for a minute, it doesn't end. We're going to continue. Our journey continues to recycle itself. But you're going to be like, I'm prepared for this. And so because I'm prepared for this, any other challenge that comes our way again, I'm prepared for it again because that means that middle just started all back over. It's a continued cycle. It's a continue. We go from one goal to the next goal. We go from one journey to another journey because we are on different seasons of our life. And so that's the joy of being in the middle. And I want you to embrace that middle. I want you to be like David and be obedient and humble and take the calling and the purpose and like, yep, I got this and start thinking like, okay, this is who I am. This is, this is it. And I want to be obedient to this calling, be obedient to this vision where I'm going to work the kinks out and I'm going to get everything out. I'm going to challenge myself right here in the middle. So that's what this episode was about. And I hope you guys got something from this, from this, um, from this episode of our on our relentless journey. And please leave a comment, please share, please subscribe with your, you know, share this with your family and friends. And of course, leave a comment, leave a rating, and we love to hear from you. Drop us a message on our social media pages, Instagram and Facebook. We're under Relentless Counseling, as well as Relentless Thursday Podcast under um facebook and on Insta- um on facebook and on instagram we're just under relentless counseling so leave us a message tell us how you're working through your middle and how you're challenging yourself we love to hear from you but until until then i want you to have a great weekend we will talk to you soon so bye for now 
Thank you for joining Relentless Thursdays. Check us out on Facebook and Instagram. Leave us your feedback and remember to subscribe to this podcast to never miss a moment in our relentless behavior to our best self. We can't wait till next week and all the weeks to come with our relentless behavior on Relentless Thursdays podcast. Talk to you soon.